podcast. Um, today our guest is called Christian Delongo. So before we start, I'm just going to give it over to Christian just to get some basic information away. So like, um, how old are you and just, just how do you just in general what you do now, basically? Yeah. We'll get into the rest later. Right. So my name is Christian Delombo and I'm 22 years old and I've recently just finished my education right now. And so right now I'm just teaching dance classes around Glasgow and I've been working on projects on teaching kids with money difficulties trying to get them into dance and keep out of trouble. Okay. And that's the kind of thing I've been working on right now. Ah, that's good, man. So yeah. we, we'll get into that later on. Yeah. But before we get there, obviously, we want to know more about you and um, your upbringing, because that's what this podcast is about. You yeah. know, that's what the audience listen for. So first of all, obviously, I have to ask, because of your surname, yeah. um, I'm being uh, prejudiced here. <laughs> I'm only joking, man. Lombo. Only joking. So was, um, w- where are you based currently now? Right. Where am I based? Where am I staying right now? Wait, where, where do you I'm, live now? Where basically? do I live? Uh-huh. So I live in Govan, uh-huh. which is in the south side of Glasgow, uh-huh. and I've recently just moved in. Okay. Yeah. So Govan in Glasgow, and Glasgow's in Scotland. You have to yeah. be clear because there's like an international audience. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. basically, Govan is a, it's an area <laughs> which is in Glasgow. Yeah. That's so it. yeah, it's not outside Glasgow. It's in Glasgow. It's like yeah. 30 minutes from the city center. Okay. So okay. not too far. And... Where uh, have you always grown up in uh, Glasgow, Scotland, or where was you born? Basically, well, I was born in the Democratic Republic of Congo, uh-huh. but I've moved in Scotland when I was six years old. You moved to Scotland when you were six. Yeah, when okay. I was six years so old. So, can you remember anything? So about uh, Democra- the Democratic Republic. Yeah, Congo? I've still got memories of me growing up and family members and stuff, but I won't really recognize. Anybody I, else? I, I understand that. I understand yeah. that. So, what what are your 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 memories, basically? Well, my memories. I can remember my upbringing with my dad, of course, and my mom, because uh-huh. back home, my dad really worked hard. Like he's a bank director back in Congo, and before that, my dad was a university lecturer. Mm-hmm. He was teaching English in South Africa. And okay. yeah, yeah. So he was in South Africa teaching English before I was born. Okay. okay. So he's kind of like found himself and he like made a life for himself. Okay. Which okay. we all grew up to and we're just lucky. Okay. Like. So does that mean you guys, um, oh, and you said we, so do you have yeah. any brothers and sisters? Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty, a pretty big family. Okay. How many so brothers and sisters? Four brothers and two sisters. And are they all now in um, Glasgow or living? Uh, nah, like. Most of them are in London oh, okay. and okay. somewhere in Africa. So okay, yeah, okay. But so most of them are here in the UK. For sure, everybody yeah, yeah. just uh, come on. The, the <laughs> Congo is very democratic. Yeah, and uh, it's a republic. So yeah, you have to leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this guy, man. <laughs> don't listen to him. All right. So, um, do you have any memories at all of Congo? What, what, yeah. what memory do you the have memories, in Congo that stood out? You know, I've still got memories of me going to nursery. Uh-huh. and having family members having to babysit me and beat me up. <laughs> Just wow. the Congolese culture, how it is. Because yeah. I was a pretty cheeky little kid as well. Yeah, I see. But, I see. Yeah, but I was really spoiled back home. Like, we just had a really good lifestyle. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And my dad was working really hard. We had a big house. Uh-huh. Like, everything was always provided for us. Uh-huh. And I went in a private nursery when nice. I was back home. Nice, and man. so far, most of it I can remember is just... 
I can't really, I don't really have a big memory. I understand that. Yeah, I, understand. I can just remember the little things. Okay, okay. So, yeah. That's good. In, okay, so in that case, what was your first impression? Uh, when you was living there, I know you was young, have you heard of abroad before? Have you heard yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wh- wh- when I was living there, uh-huh. like, I was five, and when I was five, like, I could obviously remember conversation and things uh-huh, that were said. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So my brothers, they came here before I did. Okay. So they were already here, and okay. sometimes we'll hear, get phone calls from them, okay. and they'll okay. be like, "Oh, it's snowing! Oh, this place is amazing!" Okay. 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 So okay. Okay. I always heard like a lot of great things about the UK. Yeah. And yeah. I always thought, because when I was young, my imagination was so big. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah. "Oh, I'm gonna one day I'm gonna meet Spiderman. Yeah. Oh, I wanna go see his house. <laughs> I'm like, oh, can you say hi to like Batman for me? Yeah. This yeah. kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. 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 Th- that's the kind of memories I had, and I was also dying to come here after yeah. knowing yeah. they were here, but okay. <laughs> so, with, with with that setup, what was your first impressions? The moment you k- kind of do, you, okay, do you have a memory of stepping out out of the plane? Yes, if you came I, by do. A plane? I do. Because I know some like that's some the first time I've been on a plane, and the first time I always remember that. <laughs> some people <laughs> like to cross by boat. I don't oh, know it was about. funny. <laughs> well, I had to follow the moon in it, but the boat. <laughs> 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 Just follow the moon. That's how we got in nah, there. Seriously though, but yeah. I can remember my first time going on a plane uh-huh. and it was the most like amazing and the scariest thing at the same time. I just didn't know what it was. So what I can remember is um, when my mom was like, we're going to be leaving Congo. We're going to the UK mm-hmm. to see your brothers because uh-huh. we weren't planning on staying here. Uh-huh. Like we just thought we we're just going to come for like a week or two weeks to see oh, them. Like a holiday. Yeah, like a little holiday thing. So during when we were getting on the plane, I was like... I was kind of scared because I didn't know what was going to happen because uh-huh. I was so small. Just imagine a five-year-old, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, just yeah. imagine how big the plane is. Yeah. yeah and there's so sure, many strangers sure, in the plane sure, and you're sure, in the sky. Sure. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I was yeah. really frightened by that. So so when you was on a on a flight, was you always looking at the window? Or? Uh, like, nah, I was just lying on my mom, literally. Ah, okay, okay. Like, I was like, scared. I was scared, ah. especially when the plane took off ah. and I looked at the window and I seen the clouds. I was like, ah! Yeah, I was crying, man. And ev- so, um, um, obviously, be, you said you came to the UK because your brothers were here yeah. first. Wasn't there because you're it's a French speaking country? Wasn't yeah. there a temptation to go to France or? Um, yeah, that's that was actually the plan to go to France. But oh, my okay. dad wanted my brothers to have a better education here. That's uh-huh. the reason he sent them here. Uh-huh. So my dad basically sent most of the family here to come and study uh-huh. and get an education and come back home and use the qualification for something mm-hmm. or to come back and work for him. Okay. So that was his plan. And yeah. did, 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 uh, did it go back? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> this is what happened. <laughs> Well, that actually didn't happen at all. Like, like they came up and then they seen the UK. They started partying. And they're like, we ain't like, going back. yeah, like all that money that was meant to be for college and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, I ain't even gotta say it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gone. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, when you first came, did you which location in the UK did you go? Oh, uh, London. London. That and was the main place I went and because. How long did you stay in London for? Uh, I stayed in London for like a month. Just so a we, month? Yeah, we ended up staying for a month, yeah. And how That's did before it, how we claimed asylum. Okay, how did it go? Did so it go? London for a month, it was quite hard. I was really young, but it was harder for my mom because uh-huh. like, she came straight from Congo and she had this money with her, but she was planning on going back. Mm-hmm. But obviously, my brothers and I were struggling here. So what we imagined back home wasn't the reality when we got here. 
Because exactly. back home we were like, oh, they're living a, a great life. They're there, they're sorted. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to panic or worry about them. Yeah, but yeah, when yeah. my mom got here, you realized the hardship she was there, like, right? how can I even go back? Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So it was so, one of those ones. So when you, after a month, where did you go from? So after a month, we're staying with my mom's um, cousin because mm-hmm. she lived in London. Uh-huh. And my mom's been in contact with her. She's always been like, oh, I'm coming over. Like, I'm going to see you. Can I, I'm okay to stay here for a month or for a couple of weeks, just depending how things are going back there. Because uh-huh. she was really, like, upset and worried about my brothers. Mm-hmm. So we stayed with my auntie, my mom's cousin. That's what I call her, auntie. Uh-huh. Yeah, we stayed with her for a month. And when we were staying with her, we started to, like, realize life was kind of harder here. Like, yeah, it was yeah, a different... Yeah switch yeah, yeah, yeah. to where we came from because yeah, back yeah. home the houses was bigger i had everything i needed yeah, yeah, we yeah. came here they were more reserved with like everything sometimes we didn't really feel comfortable because yeah we felt like in a way we kind of felt not welcome and yeah, welcome yeah, at the same yeah, time yeah yeah, yeah 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 because they kept going on about electricity yeah, like yeah, yeah. Bill, tax uh, all this kind yeah, of yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, and yeah. in a way my mom wasn't also comfortable with that because she left back home and she only came here with one child and yeah. she has no house whatsoever. She's not registered within the government or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, getting yeah, around yeah. was harder. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. So you stayed with your auntie. Was that still in London? Yeah. So when London. did you guys move to Glasgow then? When did you and so your mom? So Glasgow. I said we moved to Glasgow. And was it just you and your mom still? Yeah, it was just me and my mom. So okay. we moved to Glasgow um, a year after because first I stayed in London, my auntie. Uh-huh. But when we claimed asylum, we ended up moving to Margate. Okay. Which is a city like in the south of England. Uh-huh. And, That's what we stayed for. In the process of clearing, claiming an asylum to stay in the UK, was it just you and your mom that you got a place, or how did that go? Yeah, what was, it was the process like? Cause I, the I, process, oh, it was really co- a confusing one because my brothers were here before us, mm-hmm. so all the paperwork and stuff it had mm-hmm. to be like overlooked again by the government because mm-hmm. we had to like obviously tell them that oh yeah my brothers are here this is mm-hmm. that the reason yeah. why my mom came here uh-huh. so uh-huh. everything had to like link up uh-huh. and yeah, we yeah. also had to get a lot of like dna tests to prove that uh-huh. we're family uh-huh. so my brothers when they came here as well like they also claimed asylum uh-huh. because obviously but if everything was okay back in congo i know that i'm, I'm at some point the what so what changed yeah, one thing uh, that uh, changed that made us claim asylum also by that time it was a little bit risky with the okay. way things were running. Uh-huh, okay. Because at the same time, my dad was also in a position because he was really like one of the most important people back home. Uh-huh. So he was in a position where anything could have happened to him, anything uh-huh. could have happened to us. Because uh-huh, we've also had time where uh, people were coming in the house mm-hmm. like to try rob. Mm-hmm. but we had security guards and stuff all around okay, the house okay, and stuff okay. like that so uh-huh. it was one of those ones he wanted to get us out uh-huh, so see, nothing I because uh, i guess your dad was associated <coughs> with the government yeah yeah with I the guess. government so obviously people other people looked at it like oh this guy like he's one of them stuff yeah, like that yeah, 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 so yeah, see, and he I just see. wanted the best for us to get us out okay okay yeah. okay so you got you went to Margate with your mom was it still with your mom right? yeah just me and, and my um, mom so the whole journey just been the two of us so what happened then during a, a year process for the asylum? Or was she able to work? Or how? Uh, no. Would you go to school? <coughs> no, I went to Margate and uh-huh. I did went. To, I went to school in Margate. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's before, obviously, what I was claiming asylum and that. But they, we were limited to do a lot of things because sometimes we just we weren't allowed to walk. My mom wasn't allowed to walk, so life yeah, was kind of sure. hard for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. So she had to like go to this 
benefit center where uh-huh, all the uh-huh. asylum seekers go to claim money uh-huh. to like sign up and yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. we'll be getting like free clothes for kids yeah, 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 and yeah, vouchers yeah. and stuff like that yeah, so yeah yeah it was yeah. a harder life yeah but I, I guess it's good that she didn't go the illegal route and yeah, try yeah. and work illegally for yeah, yeah. yeah so it was good. a harder life so uh-huh. it's like it was starting from scratch again yeah but it was mostly harder for me because at the time, I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, was yeah. like, when are we going back home? I really want to go back and see my dad. Like, yeah, I really yeah, want to go yeah, back yeah, to yeah, the yeah, big yeah, house yeah, we yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I'm staying, like... Indefinitely. In di- yeah, yeah. Like, you know, mixing up with different people, which yeah. is something, like, we never really done back home. Uh-huh. And, yeah, because my dad really never let us mix with outsiders. Because you don't like know that. what their intentions yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what could happen and to you yeah. guys. Yeah. So my only yeah. friends back home that I can remember were my cousins and family. I see. So... And in the area we lived in as well, uh-huh. it was like a, we kind of mixed, there was like, the low class people lived not too far from us, uh-huh. and then one side it was all big houses, and then the other side was all like, yeah. small, yeah, low yeah, class yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, people, yeah. Uh-huh. and I wasn't really allowed to like, to mix with communicate them, and play yeah, with yeah, them yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I understand. It's yeah. like that, it's like that everywhere in Africa. <clears throat> yeah. So, how, what was the decision after a year Margate? What prompted Scotland? What Scotland. Prompted well, basically, when we stayed in Margate, we were waiting until the government, like the Home Office, allowed uh-huh. us to stay in this country. So it was like a process. Uh-huh, yes. So we claimed asylum and you need to wait until they look at your case and say, yeah, you know yeah, what, like sure. you can grant them uh-huh, to uh-huh. be able to stay in this country. Uh-huh. But it took us a long process. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, it yeah, took yeah, us yeah. five years to be able to grant it. Like, Okay, and, and, on, on, and all that time you was in Margate? Yeah, I was in Margate and then we stayed in Margate for... A year. Mm-hmm. That's where we stayed in Margate. So it was like in a hotel where we just mixed with a lot of asylum seekers and that from different countries. Uh-huh. And while we were in Margate, we witnessed a lot of things. Like some people were told, okay, look, you can't stay. Some people were getting deported right in front of us. And that gave us the fears that, oh, are we next? Are we next? And some of the people we got to know while we were in Margate, friends, mm-hmm. other people from different countries, we had to see a lot of people go. I see. Yeah. And, and so and during all that time there was no temptation to run away and uh, nothing th- like that there was your mom but, wanted to but my mom was right. she really had a strong faith that we were going to get it she always uh-huh. had her hopes up okay. but there was also downsides though because some people like we got too personal with we got to know them because we're living together uh-huh. and then we had to see them go and that kind of like left a little bit of anxiety and fear in us yeah, yeah. and it's the way the government did stuff back then they'll come and arrest you but yeah. they didn't send you allowed to deport you. They arrest you aggressively, put you on a plane, send you back. On, on their in their defense, though, <coughs> I understand you don't yeah. tell somebody you're gonna deport them. No, and you don't give them a letter. Otherwise, they'll they yeah, will run they'll away. Chance to run away and stuff yeah, like that. But, but at the same time, on the other side of things, maybe the way they did it was a bit too yeah, aggressive. Yeah, the way they did it yeah. was a bit too aggressive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. So after so you stayed in the market for five years. Oh uh, no, I stayed in the market for a year, and then and we got yeah so. We stayed in Margate for a year, uh-huh. and then, so basically, this is what they do to asylum seekers. They give you, like, a place to stay just now. Mm-hmm. So they pay for it, everything. You get your dinner, all the stuff like that included. While uh-huh. they're still looking at your case. Uh-huh. And then, if they manage to find you a house, let's say my mom, she had a kid, like a family. Mm-hmm. They'll find you a house somewhere, because mm-hmm. the hotel wasn't suitable for us. Yeah. Yeah, so they found you a house. Some people get houses in London. And by the way, when you say the hotel, are you talking about what people might... Th- what people's yeah. impression of a hotel is is like yeah. nice place, like nice, very posh. Are you, is that what you're talking about? Or is that it just hotel, a, just a general shabby three, two, three star kind of hotel. Like kinda? that, I can still remember the name. It was the Nylon Rock Hotel, mm-hmm. which was near the beach and everything. Uh-huh. But the hotel was um, run by 
it was run by the immigration yeah. where it's like a place where they kind of put everybody there. Yeah. It's like So it's not like so basically I'm I'm just trying to get the general um assumption of a hotel out of people's heads. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like a nice flashy hotel. No, just not a nice flashy hotel. Bare like a, lots of people it's like a, B, like a like a like a B and B kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's all provided by yeah. the immigration. Okay. okay. So now that so we cleared it up, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So basically to go back again, I uh-huh. claimed asylum in London uh-huh. and then from London they sent us to Margate because uh-huh. there was no spaces in London. Yeah. A lot of people claimed that the places yeah, yeah. were full. So we're yeah. like, you know what? Uh-huh. Let's send them to Margate. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so we had to take a bus, go to Margate, mm-hmm. sign in and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so while we're in Margate, waiting for our case to be yeah. like all completed and done, uh-huh. um, they said that they were going to send us to Glasgow. Yeah. So that's after a year. So some people like they just came and then they'll give them a house straight away uh-huh. while the case is still being looked at because uh-huh. the place was getting crowded. So we waited a full year and... Uh-huh. After out of all the people we met in Margate, we're probably the last people to move out. So we had to see people come like they'll, they'll come to Margate for like two months, and then they'll be oh they gave us a house, we're going bye, and then we'll be like we've been here the longest. Yeah. Why are all these so people? I, you know what I mean? So it's kind of strange. So yeah. you've seen people just come get taken away. Yeah, deported, they come get taken and away. And you've seen people get a place as yeah, well. So really it quick. must have been like total mix, yeah. mix of emotion, yeah, highs yeah. and lows. Yeah, so crazy. I feel like we were those people that seen everything. Yeah, 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 we got to see it all. And they decided Scotland. And yeah, and your mom and just said yeah, yes. Yeah, and to Scotland, it. I never knew anything about Scotland. For so me, did you, did your mom, did you find out if from your mom if you was allowed to reject it, or did you just have to, or she was just happy to have a place, so uh, she, would, she didn't like mind going. At the same time, we didn't really have a choice because we didn't really want to stay. I see. Yeah, in, in the environment. Yeah, in the environment, because uh-huh, it was uh-huh. all mixed up with uh-huh, uh-huh. all sort of different people. Yeah, yeah. And it just wasn't really a nice environment that w- I was used to. Yes, I and understand. And so she thought it would be the best for me as well. Yeah. Like uh-huh, I'll uh-huh. take anywhere right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. As long as I've got a house that uh-huh. my kid can be in, yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Uh-huh, have uh-huh. her own privacy going on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That'll be the best thing. So. Uh-huh. And at this time as well, your still your brothers and sisters were just living their own lives. Yeah. Right so now. The, right now they were in, still in London, living okay, their own okay. lives. So they never really had a house or anything. So do you remember the day you moved to Scotland? Yeah. Uh-huh. I can how, remember did it, how did it go? Oh, uh, like first of all, I never heard anything about Glasgow, Scotland. Yeah. So this is what's happening. See, every time your house, your name comes up the list in the hotel, it's like next week we we'll put a list. These are the people that's going to this place. So it could uh-huh. be like Christian, Scotland. Um, Margaret, London, yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody in Manchester. Yeah, so yeah. we had to look at the list every week. If your name wasn't in it, it means you're not chosen. You're still so there. it took us a year. Uh-huh. So we went to see our name on the wall, and mm-hmm. then it says Glasgow. And then I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is Glasgow? Is it near London? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, at yeah. the same time, I was like, whoa, Glasgow. Wait, this yeah, sounds yeah, kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, is yeah, it in yeah, London? Because yeah. uh-huh. for me, the UK was just London. Yeah. Red buses, taxis. No, no. That's uh, all I knew. I think that's what a lot of people think yeah. when you say that. Weren't um, interested abroad, in. Yeah, so I'm sure some people in in Africa, right, some people in Africa, right, if you was to say England, they will have no idea. Yeah. You say it's London, London and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm from London. Oh, London. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One it. of those ones. So do you remember the day you moved to Scotland? Yeah, I can remember the day. Like... It was just a long journey because we had to take a coach. Uh-huh. It wasn't only us. Some people were in the list uh-huh. that were from market that were coming to Glasgow. Uh-huh. So we came with some people. Uh-huh. And I remember getting the coach thinking... So like, did, they, did they come and pick you up and take you to the coach yeah, station yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah, so we had like a coach provided for us. Uh-huh. Yeah, which took us from Margate 
uh-huh. all the way to Glasgow. But uh-huh. when we get into Glasgow, we're all going to the houses, the council flats that we provided for us. Yeah, yeah. So from Margate, it took us like it was like a nine-hour drive. Yeah, and yeah. I was thinking, are we going to a different country again? Because yeah, I was yeah, young. Yeah, yeah, yeah We yeah. came to left from Congo. We yeah. came to London. Yeah. Went to Margate. It's yeah, yeah. all clashing in my head right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 now yeah. where are we going next? Yeah, like, yeah. are we going far from my brothers? That's what I kept thinking. Yeah. yeah. So you and, was, yeah. 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 Go ahead. Yeah. So nine hour journey. We got to Glasgow, and uh-huh. I looked out. First of all, I didn't understand what anybody was saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, bet, I, bet, I bet you yeah. were like, uh-huh. I was like, is this like Germany? What's this? That new country or something? <laughs> so I came over like, what I mean? All this kind of stuff. Like, and that time. My mom didn't speak English at all. Okay. I had a little bit of English in me because my dad used to speak to us in English back home. Okay. So we kind of were already updated with the language. Yeah, so you, yeah. you kind of have a, a vague yeah. idea what people yeah. are saying. Yeah, because he taught English in South Africa. So oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah he yeah. really felt it was important for our future to know the language. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so back home, you'll, te- you'll test us like, okay, this question, you must answer. If you don't answer it, you're in yeah, trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah One yeah, of yeah. those ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, when we got to Glasgow, it was just really cold and... I just didn't know where I was. I was kind of scared at the same time, uh-huh. thinking all we knew was London, yes. and now it's Glasgow. Is it far? Like, is uh-huh. that a different country? Uh-huh. Am I ever going to see my brothers again? Like, yeah, yeah, what yeah, was yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah, I understand that. So, so how long? Where? Okay, how long did it take for you to be in Glasgow for everything to be set so your mom could start working or whatever? So I'd say it. It took us five years. Uh-huh. And like, for the for the whole. Five years duration, what, what, what was your your mom doing? What was Five years duration, my mom really had no choice. She wasn't allowed to walk. Uh-huh. So she just had to like put through, like she just went through a lot. She just had no choice. Like uh-huh. she had to go through the system. And but then what was, she, what was she doing for that five years? Uh, for that five years, what was her daily activity? Her main focus, well, her daily activity was, her main focus was me. Okay. Go to school, uh-huh. make sure I had everything I needed, my uniforms uh-huh. and uh-huh. making sure like, I had the bus for myself. Uh-huh. So that was her main focus. Uh-huh. And so she had a lot during that time for the five years before we got, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, indefinite uh-huh. leave to remain in that. Uh-huh. Like there was a lot of court issues in between. So we didn't uh-huh. get it easy. We had to go some of, so we got rejected sometimes. Or uh-huh. uh, uh, your case didn't make it. So we might have to deport you guys. And, and then you start a new case. Kinda. Yeah. Okay. And then... Okay. Our lawyers will have to like always bring something to back it up in uh-huh. order to keep us going, uh-huh. and we always seem to win all the court cases. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. but it was hard because sometimes she will have to leave Glasgow and go to London, thinking once we get there, we'll uh-huh. get locked up and sent back. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay, so okay, it was okay. one. Of, so it was a hard five year because uh-huh. sometimes we rejected, sometimes we're saying that we're allowed to stay. Uh-huh. And then next time we'll be like, oh, actually not. Yeah, we rejected again, uh-huh. and that was all in confusion with my brothers. Mm-hmm. With their case, I see. I see. Yeah. I see. So, but uh, how was your brother able to sustain himself in London then? Because uh, because they were minors when they came here, so uh-huh. they had it easier. So they were able to work. Yeah, they were able. Like they okay. were minors, so they were kind of like classed, uh-huh. okay. like normal British minors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I they see. weren't adults. So they were like sixteen. So how were they able to get to the UK uh, at such a young age? At such a young age, well, they came with my dad. Ah, okay. Right? Okay. And my dad was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to put you guys through this school uh-huh. and stuff like this, but I want uh-huh. you guys to be responsible. Because 16 okay. back home, uh-huh. that you're old enough. So, did your dad come here for initially to London for work and then yeah. he went back? Okay, yeah, and then okay, he went okay, back. Okay, okay, so, okay, that okay, was, okay, okay, he didn't plan to do anything else. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then he just left it, left. Yeah. The kids. And, like, he left them a lot of money. Like, 
they were yeah. getting hotels, everything. Oh, like, yeah. it, like it left them enough for them to make a living and, then, and, and to and also study. And did they study? No. And nope. No, okay. Right. Nope. We're not gonna. It's not about them. This is no. not about. <laughs> them. We're, not, we're not gonna go there. It's about you. So, <coughs> yeah. how was school like then in Glasgow? How was? Oh, well, okay. First of all, what was the difference? I know you didn't really go to school when you you was in London, or did yeah. you? Did no, you? it was in Margate. Like, okay. so but the kind of school we went to. It was like a, the school was based in the hotel. It was all the asylum seeker kids. Ah, okay. okay so it wasn't okay. like so a. So you have a tutor come yeah, in. Yeah. So it wasn't like class. a primary school because oh, when class a citizen. Yes. Uh-huh, so uh-huh, but uh-huh. the way the law worked that time was different. Okay. So, so in that case, what was what was your experience once you started going? So when you moved to Glasgow, when you moved, yeah. where, where you were you able to go to school? Yeah, I was able to go to and school. And what was it like? I was what was school like? It was what you can remember. Weird. Yeah. I like weird. Why? Why are you say weird? What I can remember it's just because like. I wasn't really familiar with the accent, uh-huh. so it was uh, it was very hard and weird as well. And I can remember still crying and going to school. It's like I didn't really feel. I feel like I I wasn't like an alien in a new environment. I didn't I feel comfortable. I didn't feel myself. Well, wasn't there other and, black people there? Uh, no. Okay. Like I, it was just me, and I'm talking about like when I was five. So I'm 22 now. If we go way back, uh, you, you, to, you're talking about. I think this was about seven. Six, seven, yeah, yeah seven, 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 seven. Uh-huh. So if you go way back, it's like there wasn't really a lot of black uh-huh. people. Yeah, in Scotland. Like in Scotland that time. Uh-huh. And I can remember walking through that class. I always wanted to spot somebody I can connect with. Yeah. Like that's the first thing I was looking for. Somebody like, who you can yeah, just somebody, call yeah, and jam with. Yeah, 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 yeah somebody yeah. that kind of that that kind of felt like could relate to me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I can feel more comfortable and at ease. Yeah, yeah, but uh-huh. I didn't really find that. And I just feel kind of new, and everybody was looking at me like. But how long did it take for you to feel comfortable within that school? I'd say it took, well, because I was young, uh-huh. like it took me probably like two months. Oh, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two months. You have uh, when you're young, you're young yeah. and dumb and fearless at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so who was your first friend? My first friend. And, ha- that, and, how, oh. did, and how did that work <laughs> out? You know, like how did okay. it, how did it become friends? Oh, so my first friend was basically one boy's name was Patrick. Uh-huh. And yeah, so the way I met Patrick was he was helping me around the school because I joined in when I was in, I think it was either P4, primary four. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Patrick was the boy that was like showing me all around like, oh, these are the play areas. Uh-huh. This is where we have lunch. This uh-huh. is where we have like music. Uh-huh. This is the PE kind of place to do sports and stuff like that. So he kind of showed me around the school. And then from then, we just became friends. And then I started to know everyone in my class. But I kind of distanced myself from a lot of people when I first started. Because... Because you were just scared or was you unsure? Yeah, I just didn't know because everybody was looking at me as well because I was the only... And when, when they were looking at you, what was your, kinda, what was your oh. per- perception? What, what was your reason for them looking at you? Right. That you my reason that head? I personally thought, it was like, is it because of my color or is it because I'm different? Yeah. Or maybe I'm not welcome here. It was that kind of thing. I didn't know how to put it. Uh-huh. It's like, why is everybody looking at me? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because I really stood out so much and I was the only person and, of and, my and race in, in that class. And as you grew older, what... I've, did that reason still stood or what do you think they were you looking you for what now that you you're older and wiser now that I'm older and looking back what what why do you think they were looking at you so much now that I'm older like I kind of I, I understand why now because yeah. it's like I don't think some of the kids they probably seen like a black person before yeah like so it's like oh we got like TV. a new boy yeah they only yeah. see on TV and all of them were like oh can I feel your hair can I feel your hair yeah. oh my god it feels like sponge it feels like whoa yeah. <laughs> this kind of thing so it was like a new thing you know what I mean back home but, but it wasn't hate 
yeah, no, it wasn't hate. Back home, nobody wanted to feel my hair. Everybody here felt the same. Yeah. But here, it's like, come on, what are you touching me? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the same though. Haven't you been in Congo and seen a white man and be fascinated? Yeah. Oh my God. Like my head teacher for the nursery was white. And and chase him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like literally, every time we walked in the school, yeah. everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's there, he's there, there he is, there he is, there he is. Yeah, everyone yeah, will be running out to see them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So in school, so in general, experience in school well, until you guys got your indefinite what was good. Yeah, so yeah, experience in school was good. I think the older I got, once I reached about like high school level, mm-hmm. is when you kind of experience the racism side of things. Okay. So when you're young, you're quite innocent. Nobody really Everybody's wants to say innocent. anything to you. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really get that. And kids don't really know anything. Uh-huh. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So They're just curious. Yeah, yeah, so once you start reaching the age of like 12 uh-huh. and 13, like puberty kind of age, uh-huh. that's when you start to experience. And what, what was your first things. experience that you can remember? My what? first experience was the area we lived in. Yorker, uh-huh. so if you look that up, like Yorker was like the bad area of Glasgow. Okay, okay. like it was at like, the high rise that we stayed in, so we uh-huh. were like mixed with like a lot of people. Yeah, and uh-huh. sometimes when we be coming to leave school to go to school, people would look at us weirdly, like, "Who are these people moving in here?" Like, I see. Do you know what I mean? It was that kind so of thing. So, so you was going to school with their kids, and you was getting on with their kids, and yeah, yeah. fascinated by the parents. Yeah. We're but the parents as well, yeah, it's like, funny, that it's as if they were scared for the kids to mix. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was one of those ones. They were overprotective or like, I see. but some some people were cool with it. And yeah. some people seemed a bit yeah, too, on ease, on ease. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, they were uh-huh. just too protective from what they believed in. Yeah. 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 It was one of those ones. But the area we stayed in, there was a lot of gang fights uh-huh. and neds all around. Like So before, it's a neds, so a little bit of Scottish education. So yeah. neds is... Um, Non-educated, non-educated delinquents. It's basically a slang name given for kind of kids who kind of hang around the neighborhood and just drink and badly misbehave kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead. And back then, it was really popular. You had nerds everywhere. Yeah. But the area I stayed in Yoko, that was like one of the most ned infested. Yeah. So basically, everybody that lived in my Uh block, most of the families, they were nerds. Okay. So you even had the parents fighting. You looked out your window, you see yeah, people yeah, fighting, yeah, 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 yeah. people smashing glasses and bottles. Oh, okay. And it's also the way... It's, it, was, it was quite a deprived area. Yeah, it was like a back. different culture com- if I was yeah. to compare it to Congo because we had so much respect for our parents. But the yeah. first time I was in class and I heard a boy swear at the teacher, I was like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, this is yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then... Yeah. <laughs> And if you get away yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah, you can get away with it. I was yeah. like shocked because back home, like, you we get smacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I was yeah. like, wait. I was like, waiting for the teacher to lose his patience to smack, but that wasn't happening. Uh, and I'm like, what is wrong with these people? Like, yeah, 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 why is yeah. the teacher not doing something about it? Yeah. So, yeah. So, as I got used to the culture, one day I got too confident as well. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I was smiling at everything. You're I was like, su- it's my time in. to let go. <laughs> Yeah, I was sucked in, and I did that. But when I came back home, <laughs> my mom got the report. Oh. She still kept that culture thing. That's so it. that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Okay. So school was good. Yeah. And in general, how how was your good grades in school? Just average. Doesn't really matter. But yeah, how, like did you get on well in, in yeah, school. Yeah, I got on really well in school because my main focus was to just do well for myself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, cause I just know the struggle that me and my mom went through. Yeah, yeah. And I just felt like. You if don't want to waste, really do waste it. that opportunity. And I thought that from a young age. And 
it kind of made me more mature from like from a really young age because uh-huh. looking at my brothers how they done and the effect he had on my mom yeah i wanted to be the different the yeah, different yeah, yeah. one you set a good example yeah maybe. and she made sure i had it because she was yeah. always like yeah on your back making sure like yeah do your homework don't yeah. do this yeah. like all that so what was okay so school was quite it was quite cool and so that on what was the experience like what was the emotion like when your mom finally got the letter what was can you remember that day oh the mom got the letter? oh my god you know the baby johnson powder <laughs> the white ones it's uh, like it's yeah, like yeah, you yeah, know yeah, the yeah, yeah like powder. yeah it's like a congolese culture thing like yeah, when you pass your grades yeah, yeah. they put all over your heads to celebrate like Seriously. yeah i remember i was in school like mm-hmm. it was like in lunchtime uh-huh. and then i seen my mom and i seen my brother i seen all of them coming at lunchtime i'm like what the hell what, is going on and then they were like <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 like oh, no. everybody's looking up like yo this is embarrassing man yeah. because they don't, like, they don't they don't know the joy yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and yeah. obviously i didn't really get to adapt to that culture so much because i left at such a young age yeah, yeah so yeah, i'm yeah. like oh oh what well. is this stop embarrassing me please yeah, 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 like yeah, please yeah. keep this for home so they're all coming in <laughs> and all the teachers <laughs> All the teachers, everybody was watching, so they walked in, they were looking for me, they started putting the powder on my head, like at lunchtime, Seriously? every kid was looking, like oh, laughing, no. I was like, oh no, <laughs> yo, that's being Congolese though. You, you, you was known as Powder Boy from now Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably, yeah, oh. I was so embarrassed. And it's then, just that they, they just, they were so happy, yeah, they it was contain. Yeah, it was by surprise, and they were like, yeah, oh, we got an indefinite leave to remain like we are actually allowed to stay here now and yeah, 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 yeah. from that moment i had the biggest joy in my life because it was there's no, there's no the kind of anxiety that yeah the anxiety of those five years even though we're staying in glasgow and i was going to school uh-huh. people were still being deported yeah, so no yeah. matter how long you've been here yeah it doesn't like matter. if you lose yeah, your case you go yeah you yeah. could go to school for two years if you lose it you can still go yeah and it was one of those ones i was like oh my god i've seen a lot of people leave yeah. and go and thank god it's not me yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah, like yeah. a relief off yeah, my yeah. shoulders and i was like oh, oh. now i can like Relax. do anything i want now yeah, i can yeah. actually walk yeah do you yeah. know what i mean <laughs> and my mom was so happy that she could walk as so well. what was the first job your mom took the first job my mom took she was basically setting up her own business okay so she was like selling um you know those like african kind of clothing yes it's like for sure yeah uh-huh. this head scarves yeah because yeah, 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 yeah. my mom's like she used to like uh sew them. yeah sew them and make uh-huh, them uh-huh. so that's the kind of thing she did for herself so she was selling them like she was going back to congo and back here mm-hmm. and that's one thing she wanted to do because when you're asylum seeker you're not allowed to travel uh-huh. you're not allowed to travel you just stay here so uh-huh. sometimes she wanted to go to paris or go to france mm-hmm. weren't allowed to leave the country mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. unless you had your leave to remain uh-huh, uh-huh, so uh-huh. yeah so it was kind of like a tough kind of uh-huh. Yeah, I want to go so through. So she was going to France, buying the material. Yeah, and buying stuff the materials, like selling them back home, and she was making a lot of money because back home is kind of like it's it's kind yeah, of yeah. brand kind so of thing. Yeah, comes so abroad. yeah, so she had a business back home that was running. So she had family members running it back home, okay. and that's how she was earning her living. Okay. So okay, that's yeah. good. Then Entre- entrepreneurial. Yeah. I guess. So whatever she earned was transferred here. Yeah. 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 Nice. Nice. So. um did you stay in that same place then? Did, did you was you able to leave or did the did the council or the um, authority stay? You can stay well, there if you want. Or so now we that stayed you start there. Working, you have to yeah. So we so as soon as we got definitely leave to remain, mm-hmm. that's when tax <laughs> and all those things came up. Oh my god! 
they were like, now you guys are going to have to start paying for the house. Yeah. Like, because we couldn't pay for it. There's no mom could have paid for it because she wasn't allowed to work. Uh-huh, uh-huh, so now they're uh-huh. like, you have to pay for the house. You're going to have to move out. Uh-huh. So they found us another flat. Uh-huh. But in that flat now, we had to register like normal British citizens. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. And yeah, so we had to like look out for everything yeah, yeah, that yeah. we didn't know about. So it was like a new life again. And what was the difference in stress from that one? Because obviously there's one level of stress, yeah. which is you can stay, mm. um, which now is re- relieved. But yeah. now there's this level of stress. Is uh, yeah, but we felt like, way. yeah, we felt like I'd rather have this level of stress with like paying rent mm-hmm. and rather than having the stress of like going back and never mm-hmm. ever having to yeah, 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 be yeah, able yeah. to leave here again. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, which one is better? This or that? Yeah, I understand. I yeah. Understand. Okay. Okay. So at this time, your do, do, do your brothers... Um, Live yeah, in or, Glasgow yeah. or so did they did they leave London or yeah, they, they, they were in London still, right? But uh-huh. this is the confusing thing. My brothers didn't get leave to remain. We managed to get it before them. Uh-huh. So they were still struggling with that. But uh-huh. after a year after we got it, they managed to get it. Uh-huh. So I think they just looked up the case and they're like, Okay, look, okay. they are family. Uh-huh. So now that they've got them, we might as well give them it. So are your brothers still in London now? Um uh, yeah, one's in London. But the thing is both of them moved to Glasgow. Okay. So my mom had to like obviously tell the immigration that she wants her kids to join her. Uh-huh. Obviously, we had of like our papers and everything, uh-huh. and they uh-huh. didn't. So when they moved in with us, uh-huh. it kind of like made it obvious that they should have the papers because we're okay. living together, we're family. Okay. okay. And it'd be okay. kind of stupid to depart. Okay. And what about your sisters then? Yeah. Um, my sister, she came literally after, after us. Oh, she's from Congo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. And it was straight away because it was easy. So you was. Your sister moved in with you and your mom. Yeah, she moved okay. in with me and my mom. And you and have then, one or two sisters. Uh, two sisters. Okay. Yeah. So and then she ended up moving to Glasgow and then she ended up moving to London to study, okay. and that's where she decided to stay. So she's in London now. Uh, no, 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 not anymore. So that's my other sister. Okay. okay yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, but okay. we're getting to that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and the, the older sister, she was in Africa because she was married to a dentist. Mm-hmm. She really had her own life going on. Okay. So yeah, but she was coming here and going. Okay. how she wanted she just wanted to stay yeah, yeah she yeah. was happy yeah okay. she had a good life she could afford uh-huh. things uh-huh. like she uh-huh. was well off uh-huh. so she came to see us she went okay. back okay yeah so all right um i wanted to to go into it like more naturally but um i obviously i yeah. i know a bit about you and i know your your mom is yeah. no longer with us and uh and, and you, one of your sisters yeah and, uh, uh, you're, you're okay to talk yeah all good, all good okay so um so which one of your uh, I know one of your sisters. So one of your sisters passed yeah. away. Your mom has passed away. So how did that come about in terms of your your sister? Um, what was their? Um. Well, my sister, the one that moved in first, the one that moved to London eventually. Uh-huh. Um. She was twenty four when uh-huh. she passed away. Uh-huh. And was, was it you want to know? Was there like a reason? Was that would she did she have a condition? Um. Or? Literally, it was no condition at all. There was no sign of sickness. There was no sign of nothing. Uh-huh. And it was treated as a sudden death. Okay. So, And she was 24 and healthy. Yeah. Everything was fine. So it just suddenly just happened one morning. So and so it was suspected to be a heart attack. Because okay. our family, like, we kind of have, like, a history of high blood pressure mm-hmm. and heart problems. Okay. So it was classed as that, but it's still said that the real cause is still to oh, be no. identified. Okay. okay yeah, okay. which I'm being tested for right now still. And does, did your sister have any kids? Oh, uh, yeah, she had two kids. So is the kids with... Yeah, so the kids were staying with her in London with her partner. Uh-huh. 
uh, obviously who is Turkish from uh-huh. a different background. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so they were all staying in London and then my mom wasn't really feeling well at that time. So uh-huh. my sister wanted to come here in Glasgow because uh-huh. she was the female. My brothers couldn't really like yeah, yeah, yeah. understand the whole yeah. thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So because uh-huh. she was the female, she wanted to come to Glasgow and help out. But she yeah. was staying in London for like five years herself. Okay. Okay. So she wanted to come to um, Glasgow and just help my mom out. So she uh-huh. decided to move with her kids. Uh-huh. And Did the husband not come? Uh, he was, he didn't really want to move here. Okay. And... And he was happy for, for her to take no, the kids? No. Okay. Like, he, was, he wasn't happy. And the way his culture was, was a little bit different. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. they didn't really have respect for, for yeah, okay. for a woman. And obviously, like, I won't even say, like, I won't even blame anything on the culture. Probably just him personally. Yeah. That's just don't want to categorize yeah. everybody yeah. together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just him personally and the way his family are, like, mm-hmm. that's okay. how they were. So, he never really involved my sister with his family. So... How did your sister take the kids then? So she just yes. decided to take them? Yeah, because they were under her name anyway. She's the mother oh, okay. of the kids. So, uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. And so she decided to move here. So he he also came up, but he stayed for like a month. And then moved back. And yeah, and then he eventually went back. Because he couldn't So yeah, he just didn't want to stay in Glasgow. Okay. Yeah, so there's a lot more to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So where are the authorities looking after the kids now? Are they foster? Uh, the kids right now, my brother's looking after them. Okay. And yeah. they're, they're, they're older now and yeah. going to school. Yeah, they're older school. now, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that I understood. What up, um, so with regards to your mom, was there any warning or anything like that? Uh, um, is pol- okay, so in psychology, there's something called a, a light bulb, uh, yeah. a, a, flash, a light, flash light bulb moment. So, for example, if you can ask people in London and people in the UK, where was you when Princess Diana died? Yeah. They, they, they can see it as a picture. Mm. Um, I'm sure for you, you have that moment as well. C- can you explain to us that moment when you found the news? Or yeah, how, how, how well, I'd say for the both both of the cases, my sister, and my mom, I was present, and oh, I had okay. to see it. So okay. it wasn't one of those ones that I had to heal from it, uh-huh. or somebody had to tell me. So how did you? So you saw your sister. Yeah, like my sister. W- w- was she struggling? And then my sister asking it happening, and it was me trying to get her out of it. Okay. So. Like, it was in that moment she was lying in bed. Uh-huh. And I can remember hearing noises in the bedroom. My uh-huh. mom and all that, like, we had, like, a family night. So, mm-hmm. a so lot of people were in the house. Didn't you call um Yeah, we did ambulance. at that moment. We oh, did at that so moment. So, yeah. But it happened, like, a lot of the family members were in the house. It was, like, a big party we had. We were all mm-hmm. together, like, uh-huh. my mom, my cousins. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, a full house. And she was sleeping in the other room uh-huh. with uh-huh. the kids because uh-huh. the kid was a baby. That's the, the little kid, the uh-huh. second kid. Uh-huh. So... I was hearing noises coming from the room as if somebody was coughing or something like uh-huh. that. So I decided to go check. And mm-hmm. then she was like, um, rejecting white. Uh, it's a, I don't know how to explain it. It's like liquid out of mouth. Oh, yeah. Right. It's okay. like bubbles and that. And I ended up calling my mom in the living room. Like, okay. she's not responding. So did you call the... the yeah, at that moment we called the ambulance and uh-huh. stuff like that. And obviously the Congolese culture, everybody started praying. They all came to the room, they were praying. Uh-huh. And we we're just trying to get her to be back like conscious and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the ambulance told us we have to like put her in a certain position uh-huh. and, and just keep her there. She should recover uh-huh. or something like that. But when they turned up and they were like, it's too late, there's nothing we can do about it. Uh-huh. And we're all shocked because that night we all had a party. Everything was fine. Uh-huh. She wasn't sick. Like she was in good uh-huh. health. And it just happened like someone was taken away from us all of a sudden yeah. after everything. Wow. And it was just 
just happened right in that moment. And the worst thing is the fact that we were there, like I was there as well, trying to like get the kid out of her arm while that was happening because she was shaking. Uh-huh. And I was trying to do something about it, but I couldn't. Yeah. It was one of so those you felt moments. Helpless. Yeah, it was one of those moments that you're trying to do something about it, but you couldn't do something about it. Wow. And yeah, so. And what about in your case of your mom? In the case of my mom, it was basically, um, I can remember, like, I went out for training. I was training that time, like, uh-huh. dancing with my uh-huh. friends. Uh-huh. And I came back one night, and we had a long conversation that night. Mm-hmm. Literally, she was excited of us moving into a big house because she was planning on buying a house, uh-huh. moving into a big house and going on holidays and doing some family stuff, plans mm-hmm. she had. And she was like, I can't wait to, like, get our life that we had back home. And yeah, yeah try make a better life for you for ourselves yeah rather yeah. than just living on this minimum minimum wages and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah, 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 so uh-huh. she was like we can get this back we can get this back she was excited we had like a five-hour conversation before we went to bed yeah, 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 yeah. and then that morning um because obviously when my sister passed away my mom and i took the kids we're yeah. looking after my sister's kids uh-huh. and that morning the kids obviously they're up early they always wake us up but yeah. one day i kept hearing the kids shouting at my mom in the morning like mommy mommy because they used to call her mom and i was sleeping i was getting annoyed like i want to have my sleep typical young boys like stop shouting stop waking me up and it was those times like when i'm 18 i'm moving out like i'm sick of this i don't want to stay here (laughs) yeah so i keep hearing a lot of noise and they were making me so angry so i I opened the door and i'm like guys stop shouting so i end up shouting at them and then they're like oh no mommy's not waking up so i walked in the room and i had to see her so it was me and the kids only that time uh-huh. And then from there, I called up the ambulance. But I already knew what was happening when I walked in. Was it the same thing again? Like, not the same thing again. She just like, didn't wake up? She was asleep, but when I was trying to hold her, like, it's as if she was frozen. Uh-huh. Like, the arms, she couldn't feel anything. As what, if was, was she showing any movement? No, or? no movement. Like, because uh-huh. she, she, it was a stroke. So... Uh-huh. So she had a specific expression on her face and the way she was sleeping, she was stuck. So there's no way you could have moved the arms or anything. Like, it was literally stuck. So I found the ambulance and then they came in. I already knew what was happening. So I already gave up at that moment. And then, yeah, from there, I called all the family members. So, And a lot of people we knew lived in that. So what emotions was running? Because you say that... Like, mine, it was like... I mean, you're saying that as if you're like a... Like a soldier, you know, like yeah, yeah, like you know, oh, I was just like, like not again, as if you yeah. you have like this firewall around yeah, yeah. your your emotion, yeah. Because I'm I'm guessing after seeing your sister, you kind of develop this kind of yeah a defense mechanism, yeah, in yeah. Because in a way, I looked at it was like not again. Yeah. It's like it's happened. I've been through this before, uh-huh. so now all I have to do is to be strong for the kids that are here uh-huh. because uh-huh. now they have nobody left. It was us. Uh-huh. So at that moment. I had I didn't really have any emotions yet because I just didn't take it in right. Yeah, I just feel it's like, like a blur. Yeah, I just feel at this moment. Look, this has happened. Face it. Just be strong. Just now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. obviously, after a month after that, like, yeah, it just got real. But at that moment, I had you no choice. You didn't know what was nah. going on. Was going but on. at the same time, I still didn't believe it because uh-huh. I just it's like, it hasn't hit home. No, nah, it's like I just spoke to you last night. Everything was cool. Like yeah. this is just you know what I mean. So it was just one of those ones. Like, Crazy. I just really had to be strong for them because I didn't know what... It's just those kids, they just had this thing, yeah. like, they had to move from people to people. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? They yeah. send the mom... So you was feeling more for the kids rather than yeah. yourself. And how more old were you at this first. time? I was 17. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So when my sister passed away, I was 15. So it just happened, like, a year after. 
So it wasn't even a long gap to proper yeah, grieve. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it was like a double time to grieve, like twice uh, as much. Uh-huh. And yeah, so that's how long it happened. So at that moment, I just had to be strong for them and just. Yeah. So after that happened, what, what did the authorities do? Did they uh, kind of help you well, out through it? Did they ha- get a counselor no, for you or? No. Nothing. They just no, left you nothing on at your all. own. So basically, what they said is we're going to shut down this house because nobody else here can afford to pay. My brothers had their own stuff going on mm-hmm. and they couldn't pay. So, which left me no choice but to be homeless uh-huh. and for my brothers to take the kids. Okay. So. Okay. But at least you kept the kids within the family. Yeah, uh-huh. kept the kids with uh-huh. the family uh-huh. because uh-huh. the other option was to just give them to the social workers. But uh-huh. at that time, people were still like, come on, your sister just passed away. Your mom just, you can't just give these kids like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. like uh-huh. it was one of those ones. So, uh-huh. yeah, well, it was a tough time. Uh-huh. So, obviously, we gave up the house and my brother took the kids. He already had two kids of his own. Yeah. So, I was left around. Like, I really didn't really have a place or uh-huh. knew where to go. So, so it was kind stay of with like your brother or? uh nah and I couldn't really stay with him because we never really got on. Yeah. So I we see. had that and relationship. And you, okay, and, and, you did, and you didn't want to burden. Nah. Okay, okay, okay. Like okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, but one of those so ones. that means friends came in and Yeah, yeah. Up. And it was one of those ones as well because the only people I was closest to was my sister and my mom. Uh-huh. So when that happened I felt like I lost everybody I needed because yeah, my brothers yeah, yeah, yeah. your support even while was gone. My mom and my sister were here, they knew what was going on. Uh-huh. And we weren't fine at all. They weren't really supportive with the way he was treating us and stuff like that. I see, so, I see. and obviously when that happened, I'm like, why am I left with these guys? So wasn't there a temptation for your father to come over or for your father to do something? Yeah, there was a lot of temptation, but he was too busy, like, working really hard and mm-hmm. he had to maintain and, and that and life. And, and at that time, was your <coughs> mom and father still together or was that, was uh, that nah, emotion? No, nah, like, they weren't together. Okay. But he played a big part by paying for funerals and ah, I see, I see. and yeah so he was looking at me after me from home I see, so that I was see, his I main see. aim I see, I see, yeah I see, so he I couldn't see. be here physically yeah, but I he see. was there to like i see provide for and things he, and is he still there can you call upon him yeah, yeah he's so still there. um what's what kind of sort you through then what 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 did you have to keep you because a lot of people would have kind of you know a lot of young people in that situation would have Taken to something, you yeah, know, yeah. taken to drugs, lo- kind of lost faith in everything, and just Cause the going thing in is, a downward spiral. You know, the thing is, when that happened, like one thing I can say is, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be the person I am today. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in the same time, I'm glad it happened because it's made me who I am today. Yeah, and sure. if that didn't happen, I probably would have been even more lost. But yeah. that kind of woke me up. Uh-huh. <clears throat> like I said to myself that this has happened now. I'm like the only one left to do this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I should do better for myself. I should mm-hmm. like keep going. I shouldn't mm-hmm. play. And it also taught me a lesson that life is too short. So anything you have to do, do it right now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it yeah. has taught me a lot. So did you have anything? Okay, as I said, some people would have taken to. Yeah. What did you uh, have yeah, to so see basically, you through? And how did you came So after all that's happened, I wasn't myself at all. Mm-hmm. Like I had to live a life of an adult. At mm-hmm. the age of 16, 17, mm-hmm. my friends were going out, being free, hanging around town, going yeah, to KFC, yeah. playing in the park. <laughs> I couldn't. I had to look after the kids. Yeah, be like, yeah. Oh, guys, I can't come today. Yeah, my brother's yeah, yeah. walking. He'll be angry at me. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got my life. Come here and look yeah, after yeah. the kids. I need yeah. to walk. I'm the adult. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't allowed out. Sometimes uh-huh. I had to give up what I'm doing to take uh-huh. the kids to school and uh-huh. then take myself to school. Uh-huh. And and I'm saying take myself to school. Clearly, I'm not ready yeah, to live that kind of life. It was one of those ones. Uh-huh. But during those times as well, I went through a lot of depression 
like I got offered depression pills mm-hmm. for my GP, which uh-huh. my family advised me not to take. Yeah, and, and did you take? Oh uh, no, no, no. Good, but okay. that. Well, type I don't know if it's good or not, but um, yeah, it's in this in the Western culture, it's too easy to fall back on pills. Yeah. You know what I mean? Generally, some because they give Sometimes you genuinely have to take it, but yeah. for stuff, it's, it's a good example is like kids getting H H D A D D uh, they're getting pills H- for HDHD. Yeah, HDHD. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you yeah. know what I mean? They're kids. I know. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you shouldn't calm them down. Some of like my family members were telling me, if you take those pills, you're gonna end up relying on them. Like, yeah, I see, I see. You could do this yourself, and uh-huh. I always kept in the back of my mind, you know, I can do this myself, I can do this yeah. myself. But it was hard because, like, the only person I spoke to the most was my mom and my sister. Every time yeah. I had a problem, and yeah, now yeah, when yeah. I had a problem, you don't know, you don't like, have anybody. Yeah, it was nowhere to go. It's like it's just me, and that was the depression part of it. I see. So, and it also got to times where I just felt suicidal, like a lot okay. more than anything. Okay. But I probably think, because at the start of that, I probably be the weakest I was. I was really weak. So uh-huh. I could have done anything stupid anytime. Yeah. And that would have yeah. been it. Uh-huh. But looking at my nieces, leaving them again, just uh-huh. the way my sister, my mom did, is like, yeah, that's too selfish. Uh-huh. I couldn't do that. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I'm tell- at the start, when everything was too raw, raw. like yeah. that uh-huh. could have happened. I see. But the more time flew by, the, the more, more it was healing a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, time yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, what ac- activities do you... So, I know you dance, right? Yeah. So, what what, what role did dance play? Cause, and, okay, when dance, did you start dancing, basically? Right. I started dancing when I... Do you know what? Before we go there, let's yeah. play a little, kind of break the tension of, kind of <coughs> break the little switch because we're gonna yeah. go into more modern times and um your dancing and what yeah. you do now right and i thought to make that transition i'm gonna bring in something new you know just to give it a lighter note because it's, yeah. it's been very you know it's been quite <laughs> deep one yeah, quite <laughs> deep prior to this so yeah i thought i'll lighten things up a bit which well, you can't really lighten those moments because they're, they're, st- they're still tough but yeah um we're just gonna play a little kind of game called uh Kind of short fire questions, yeah? yeah. So I'll fire some questions at you, bef- and the bef- then we go to your dance bit, and then you um, uh, you can basically, yeah, I'll fire some questions at yeah, you. This podcast is exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to listen yeah. to it, send your it's, bank it's, account it's details. <laughs> <laughs> Expiry dates in your free days. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to change up the mood a bit before we yeah. go to the, ne- to the ne- next bit. So um, what's your favorite food? My favorite food? Like, I'm not really a fussy person, but if uh-huh. I was to like choose specifically, it's chicken, man. Come on, chicken. But yeah. ch- chicken and what? I Just KFC right. chicken. How uh, how is it? How do you like it prepared? I like it prepared the African way. You know, chicken okay. and like the rice. It's okay. like the Nigerian okay. jollof rice. But okay, so jollof rice. We have another word for it in Congolese. What's what it called? Loso. Loso. <laughs> so Congolese. Your favorite food is loso. Okay. Yeah, man. What song invokes the most uh, memories? Uh, okay, so there are some songs which I hear. And, and it just that, brings you back in time. It just brings you back in time, brings yeah. loads of memories back. What song does that for you? And what memory what is it? What song does that for me? What song invokes a, a lot of memories? So it depends how well, long how long song, back do you want to go. It d- doesn't matter. It can be just name one song that invokes a lot of memories and one emotion. One song invokes a lot of memory and emotion. Uh-huh. Um, would probably be Changes by Tupac. Yeah, and what, yeah. what memories and that? It just takes me back to memories of when I moved to Scotland uh-huh. and how things were a little bit like different, how everybody was a little okay. bit too reserved. Okay. And that's the kind of songs I always used to play those times. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, 
your favorite place to visit? Uh, your favorite place to visit or you would like to visit? Favorite place I'd like to visit. Like, to, to visit or you would love to? I would love to visit. I would say it's probably going to be Dubai. Dubai. But as a young kid, I've always said America because America is like the biggest name you could yeah, think yeah, of. It's yeah, the US. Yeah. Okay. But now that I've grown older, I think it's Dubai. Why, why Dubai? I just I just don't think I've seen anything like that like okay. on TV, the way the city and the architecture. You know, so it's, it's full of sand, you know that? It's all artificial. Yeah, like, I know that, it's all that, artificial. That, 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 I think it just looks good. Okay. So like, it's too fake to be real, <laughs> but it looks good. <laughs> I think Fast and Furious <coughs> 6 has done a good job on you. Yeah. <laughs> what is, um, it got me. It, what's your, your motto? You have a motto in life and what is it? My motto? Mm-hmm. You know, like Nike's. Um, just just do, it. do it. Yeah, Adidas. What was Adidas one? Ah, oh, I used to, Impossible is nothing. Impossible is nothing. So what? What's yours? Oh, I'd say my motto is life is to just keep being yourself and just take things as they are. Like I don't really have a word for it. Okay. <laughs> I don't really have a word for it, but I just okay. believe I just be you uh-huh. and believe in what you want to do okay. and stick to it. That's very generic, but I'll take yeah. it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your this, you may have an answer for this, you may not. What's your memorable revenge moment? Memorable revenge moment. Memorable. And what, what was the thing that you seeked revenge for? And what was the revenge that you enacted? Uh, some of this can be stupid, though. Yeah, it doesn't... It, honest, right. Honestly, memorable, memorable one that doesn't, doesn't mean it is the perfect or whatever. Memorable revenge yeah. moment was when one of my friends... Mm-hmm. His name's Levy. He broke my PS2 CD because <laughs> I gave him it to borrow, but he didn't give me it back. And oh, I was pissed off. And that was GTS and Andres back that time. Uh-huh. Like that was my favorite game. I uh-huh. gave him it to borrow, and broke it. so I lost trust in him that time. Mm-hmm. So the revenge I did, I went to his house mm-hmm. and end up stealing like two of his games or something like that. <laughs> two of his favorite games. And that was like kind of my payback. And I didn't want to give him it back. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> at that time, like, you can't really owe me money because we're so young. We don't work. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to hurt you back by getting what? <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? Cool, cool. Okay, so what's your your funniest flatulence moment? My so funniest moment? Your funniest flatulence. So flatulence yeah. is, so for example... Uh, we were just talking and I just farted. Yeah. And I started oh, laughing. Right. So what what moment? I've got two. Okay. But I'll start with the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. This was a serious moment in church where, like, because my mom was really religious, she was trying to find that kind of peace yeah. going for life. Uh-huh, All uh-huh. the priests were there, so it was in the house. <laughs> so a lot of people... <laughs> were... <laughs> so a lot of people came home. It was like a serious time, like, let's pray for this woman. Uh-huh. So... I was just one of the kids. I was just sitting there. I had no choice. Christian, close your eyes. I have to close my eyes and pray. And I don't know why I ate that day, but (laughs) something went wrong. (laughs) So the priest was like, okay, let's have a moment and let's praise the Lord Jesus Christ. This is that. Everyone's closing their eyes. Everybody's serious. Like praying. And then out of the blue, you heard, (laughs) (laughs) Yo, there's nothing I could have done to stop it, man. (laughs) I could have done (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Yo, it's just the way that sound effects came out like not even that like <laughs> like yo that was a word <laughs> yeah that's the word man and yo the way the priest everybody looked at me it's like all eyes on me boom <laughs> everybody looked at me in a serious face and oh I felt so bad I felt so bad okay, no, it was the wrong moment and the other one yeah. was when I got in trouble by my mom. She said something 
to me to go do it. Like, oh, can you go down to the shop and get me something? Uh-huh. And I was like, nah, I don't want to do it. I'm too tired. And she's like, what? <laughs> and I said, nah, I'm too tired. <laughs> so she told me, come here. She tried to slap me and I, and I dodged. Oh, man. Like, see the thing about African parents? If they try to slap you, just take it. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. like dodged it, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I swear uh, uh, uh. And then she looked at me like, oh, no, you didn't. This yeah, boy yeah, just yeah. dodged my slap, so yeah, yeah. she chased me all around the block. So uh-huh. she left the house and she started chasing me with the slippers, and I was running. But the more I was running, the more I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so well, yeah. I was scared I was running, but it went on too long, and then I started laughing, and then we both just eventually gave up because she couldn't catch me, and then we yeah. both started laughing, and we're like, uh, "Look, just let it fly." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I know. From a tense time to a. Funny time. Yeah. Okay, what's your your most memorable head scratch moment? Head so, scratch, like oh, I messed up. No, no, either that or a moment where you're like, I can't believe what just happened, kind of thing. You know, like or yeah. you're like, what what just happened? That moment where you 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 stop to take stock and then scratch your head as to what you just witnessed, kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. Um, I think that's when reality hit me for myself because I was used to staying home with my mom and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but eventually. After going through like sofa selfing, going through places with uh-huh. different people, uh-huh. when I eventually got my own place, uh-huh. that's when I was a bit shocked. Like everything yeah. is coming too soon. Because yeah, 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 when yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. if I was to talk to my friends, oh, what are you doing today? I know I'm still home, but the mom is taking care of them. But now it's like me, yeah, and yeah, I feel yeah. like I was too young, and my head was going over the place. Like, uh-huh. what do I, what do I have to do? Because yeah, yeah. I just knew going to play, eating, coming back home, yeah, and now and now I still want to go to play, but it's like I'm still a child, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I have to live in that kind of world. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I still want to play, I still want to go out and yeah. do this, but I can't. So you're like confused, like what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh? Like, I want to play, but yeah, you gotta yeah. pay tax. Wait, what? Like I don't <laughs> get it. Like <laughs> I just want to play. Leave yeah. me alone, man. <laughs> One thing you learn: nothing is for free. You may get it for uh, free as you're younger, but you pay everything. Everything has to be paid for in life. Guys, if you want to donate to me, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> Everything has to be Donating paid for. Donating the link on the right. <laughs> you can go to the NHS. You can have a kid that, um, for, in quote, free, whatever, you know, get um, uh, an abortion. You can yeah. get, um, get her give birth. You can break your arms and you go into a hospital. They'll fix it. Yeah. And you walk out, nothing to pay. But trust me, the moment... You have a job and you're working. You don't look at your taxes. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's it's all like, worth it though. It's all worth it. Yeah. I'd rather have that than having to pay low taxes and uh-huh. then and then have to pay. But another thing as well, stuff. yeah, because when yeah. I moved in myself, like I didn't know anything about jobs or working because yeah, yeah, I still yeah, wanted yeah. to study, but. I had to fall into the job path because I had a house now. Yeah, and you had and to, being you a student wasn't enough. You had, you had yeah. immediate cost. Yeah, so there. I had my house when I was 17. Uh-huh, uh-huh, so uh-huh. 17. And yeah. I just didn't know anything about it. Not even yeah, 18 yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got one more question. Yeah. One more question. So your f- last one, your favorite inspiration. Favorite inspiration. Mm-hmm. It could be anybody. It doesn't have to be somebody famous could be anybody i'll anybody. say my favorite inspiration was my mom yeah yeah because of how she's gave up her life back home yeah, to come yeah, here yeah, and eventually good, good, good answer otherwise yeah. i was gonna tell you that's it it's over get yeah. out of here <laughs> <laughs> and eventually like she showed that it's possible yeah she showed it's possible. possible and she believed in us being able to stay here and mm. once that was sorted she managed to get like a life for herself earning mm. money and stuff okay so she showed that this is all i needed in order to get my life back Okay. And okay. she went through five years you know, of hardship just to yeah, yeah, come yeah, back yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Good, good. Okay, so 
So we're going to go to the last segment of the podcast now. Yeah. And this would be, you know, I know um, you didn't really mention it that much, but I know you dance and yeah. you dance very well. And you do, and in an introduction, you talked about how you're using dance to kind of benefit people. Yeah. You know? So I want to cover that bit just so we cover our bases. So mm. when did you get into dance and how did you, when or how did you get in? And how I got into dance. dance. I was always interested like in like mm. rap, hip hop culture and stuff mm. like that. Cause mm. my brothers used to listen to that. Okay. So, so. when I was uh, in, in, in Africa, yeah. right? Whether in death or in life, in part, whatever, there's always a party. Yeah, right? there's always a party. So, and you hear lots of, so was you uh, like? Yeah, in, in Africa, I was already dancing in parties. Yeah, typical. Typical. I was dancing in parties. Yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah, in parties, uh-huh. everybody would get together, make yeah, a yeah, circle, yeah, parents yeah, dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, so it, it, it kind of like it was already in my blood. We kind of yes, grew up with sure, it. It's a culture thing. So, but yeah, so when I said I actually started really dancing, getting serious into it, that was when I moved to Glasgow, and. That's when all these dance movies were coming out, like You Got Self, Stump the Yard. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. the first friend I made in Glasgow that was from Congo, the first friend I actually mm-hmm. met, first person I seen mm-hmm. in Glasgow was Levy. Uh-huh. So he's one of my friends. So he was in Glasgow before me as well. Uh-huh. And he's been here before me, but they still didn't even have the leave to remain. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so we ended up staying together and like my mom and her and his mom yeah. kind of like became that friendship uh-huh, so uh-huh. it's like we're both going for the same thing yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah, you can so yeah so me and Debbie were just like watching dvds watching yeah, movies yeah, yeah, and then yeah. we seen you got served and then we're like whoa these That's guys it. are so cool mm-hmm. they've got dreadlocks they've braided their hairs mm-hmm. and they're dancing for doing backflips yeah, all yeah, this kind yeah, of stuff yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. my god we want to do it yeah so we just started like coping tv uh-huh. watching michael jackson uh-huh. typical stuff uh-huh. just trying to like dance and learn off each other so how did you grow from that to where where you, you where are it is now, now. Uh-huh. Oh. it's a long history it goes way back like it grew from that because we started going into town to perform mm-hmm. so like, you're basically basking yeah you basically find a spot basking. on the street and just yeah, dance find a spot on the street money. but we're just doing it for fun mm-hmm. like sometimes we sure, just go into sure. town we uh-huh. just sit outside no speakers or nothing we we'll just dance and people mm-hmm. would look at us and we're like oh my god we could actually like try make some money out of it yeah yeah. So we're going to town, we'll dance, we'll make money, we'll put our hat down. Mm-hmm. But the way our parents seen it, they didn't like it at all. Yeah. Therefore, we're going into bag yeah. and yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not really what we wanted to do. Yeah. We were just having fun. Yeah. Yeah. But they seen it in a different kind of... Different light. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So it was those one of those ones like, oh, it's a shame. Like, mm-hmm. you should know your family back home. You yeah, wouldn't yeah, even yeah. do this back yeah, home. Why are yeah. you doing it here? It's, they, they lose the... Con- they, they lose the understanding, they yeah. lose the context. Yeah, yeah they lose mm-hmm. the context. But once we started earning money from shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that's when they started being supportive. Okay. Like, oh, I give me a little bit. Oh, <laughs> uh, give me a little bit. Hey, this is my style, my Michael yeah. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One yeah. of those ones, so you they, know. They went from like, <coughs> like uh, to being a bit proud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they started getting more respect when they start seeing us making something out of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's when the support came in. So, do you still dance um, with Labour now, or yeah, uh, yeah. how did it grow? Basically, I want to know how it grew. So, you went how from dancing, from uh, uh, basking to, to just for fun to yeah. performing. How did for it fun get to, to performing? performing? And, and, and then it when, you, when you say performing, is it just you and Labour, or do you no, no, no. others involved? And others involved involve? as well. Uh-huh. So, the how, third how, person. How did you get to know them? Yeah. So, the third person was Levon. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't a dancer at all. He just okay. played games. He couldn't. Oh my god, he was horrible at dancing. Okay, like yeah. really, <laughs> like he couldn't yeah, even yeah. move. Yeah. But like, it's weird how it all turned out because yeah, yeah. right now he's incredible. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we all used to go to the park, like Knightswood Park. It was like a local park where we all meet up. We uh-huh. just have a laugh, uh-huh. ice cream, 
like yeah. some girls will come over or basketball and then we'll try to dance to show up. Yeah. So we'll be trying to do backflips, yeah, forward yeah, yeah, rolls and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, to show yeah, up yeah, and it yeah. was like the cool thing. Because yeah. back then if you've done a wave, oh my God, he's so cool, he's so cool, <laughs> he's so cool. You didn't even have to do anything. Moonwalk, yeah. oh my God, he's so cool, he's so cool, he's so cool. And for the ladies. Yeah, first it was for the ladies and to show off. Uh-huh. And then we started like watching videos. We started seeing Jabba Walkies performing in big places. We're like, oh my uh-huh. God, we'd love to do that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, get yeah. a stage. So we started doing talent shows in our school. Uh-huh. So we done a school talent show where me and Levant won it. Uh-huh. And then from there, we're like, oh my God, let's actually try teach. Yeah, so yeah, it just yeah. grew from there. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, so that's how we got ourselves like out and, there. And, and now basically you just teach your dance teacher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. now we all just teach. And now it's like, yeah. If we look back, like we just said, well, we've come a long way. Yeah. Like yeah. this yeah. voice that we're watching the movies. W- would you say the dance kind of helped you through? It a did a lot. Tough times. It did a lot because if I wasn't dancing, I don't know what else I would have been doing. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like, oh, I'm sad today. You know what? My friends are training. I'm gonna go to training. Yeah. But if I was like, oh, I'm sad today. Uh, I have nothing to do. Uh-huh. It'll just kill it even more. Uh-huh. So dance got me out of it. Okay. Yeah. Good. 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 And. This this um dance project you've got going whereby you said you Yeah. You can how did that come about? You kinda get a uh, space Yeah, that came about because like I just thought everybody right now, they're all focused on classes and focused on getting themselves better. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what about the people that know nothing about dance? What mm-hmm. about the people that are struggling to pay mm-hmm. or the people that just want to be helped? Mm-hmm. That having difficulties within your area, obviously. yeah, within uh-huh. my area as uh-huh. well. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I was like, you know what? I don't want. To, I don't really want to focus on dancers. Mm-hmm. I want to focus on people that can't afford mm-hmm. classes mm-hmm. or people that can't dance at all and to introduce them. them. Yeah, and introduce them because, like myself, I was introduced to it. But maybe and from there, it gave you confidence. Yeah, because yeah, a lot. You're getting attention from the yeah. ladies, oh and it just God, grew from crazy. there. So yeah. you basically want to give them that experience. Yeah, because right? I don't know what they could be going through if they have anything to do after the rough days. Yeah. So yeah, maybe yeah. dance is something they can escape from mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, yeah. it's completely free for them. Yeah. So So how did that come about and what how did you get the class going? Uh that class it? I had to do a lot of research uh-huh. basically. So I just thought it would be nice to give back to the community mm-hmm. because there's no point in just taking all the time. Uh-huh. I feel like I want to give back to people. Uh-huh. And I feel like if I'm helping people, uh-huh. I'm doing something. Uh-huh. I'd rather help somebody than not help. Yeah, so yeah. I contacted a woman. She's like from one of the house engagements at Easter House. Uh-huh. And I spoke to her about stuff that I wanted to do. And uh-huh. Easter House so is like far. Easter House is basically your local council. Yeah, uh-huh. but it's okay. far from where I stay. Uh-huh. They're completely okay. far. Uh-huh. But she managed to get back to me. Uh-huh. And obviously she's seen what I did and she contacted me as well. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I really want to have like a project where I just teach kids for like free. Mm-hmm. And... But you need the space, obviously. Yeah, but I needed a space. And uh-huh. obviously, kids from Easter House, that area till today is still not fully... Yeah, still deprived. Like, yeah. yeah uh-huh. Like, you still see a lot of stuff you've seen four years ago happening. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. it's uh-huh. so held back. Mm-hmm. So, I decided that was the area I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. But my goal is to go in different areas of Glasgow, cover, uh-huh. like, most yeah. of the city. So, how long has it been going for? Uh, this is basically new. It's been going for a month now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And how often do you do and your classes? I do it every Tuesdays. Okay. And yeah. So basically, you you earn a living by teaching other dance yeah other schools. other dance schools yeah and that's why I earn my living. This is just my something you give back. Yeah, this is just something yeah, I give back. Right. So I'm making money and I'm earning from all the other stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm you, giving back from your this. Ti- your time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's 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 good. So, 
obviously you said as well you finished college you done all your education what did you study in college i studied oh it was a mixture of computer arts and design Uh so in in that we had to learn a lot of things so we had to we had no choice we had to we're forced to learn how to code Uh because eventually we're gonna need that (laughs) (laughs) i had to say no i had to say forced because it's like you're not going to pass this course if you don't do coding. You have no, to do oh, coding. Okay, it wasn't one of the I mean? ones. It was necessary. Uh-huh, okay, it was okay, necessary okay. to do coding. And what did you find? Yeah. How did you find coding? Speaking Bro. to somebody who does it for a living. Man, I don't know how you do it. I had a headache. <laughs> I was like, no. Like I think the first time I just seen the numbers on the screen and the letters, yeah, I was like, yeah, I gave yeah. up without even trying. It just oh, it was too okay. imp- too much to take in. Okay. I and see. I was shocked with some of the kids in my class because that class was quite like a typical nerd geeky kind of class uh-huh. some of the kids were smiling on the computer like yes yes i cracked yeah. it yes yeah, and i'm yeah. like yeah. man yeah, like yeah. i just came here to do the creative side like the yeah, art yeah, and that but yeah, yeah. i realized during the course in order for us to animate and to uh-huh. create to like what's going on behind yeah it, I guess. yeah uh-huh. we need to like understand the computer language uh-huh. which was really important uh-huh. and it was a must to learn yeah, 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 and yeah. i struggled a lot with that because i was really good at drawing uh-huh. and obviously like in the painting all that kind of stuff that's uh-huh. the kind of stuff that i was really good at uh-huh. but when it came to coding it's the only thing that held me back okay. so i had I no choice but to like make give myself time uh-huh. to uh-huh. at least uh-huh. learn the basics okay yeah. so now you finished um yeah i've got my hnd now yeah so i a pass man <laughs> <laughs> where's the powder <laughs> we some powder man. so it's at least are you gonna take it further to uh, uni, yeah, or like, uh, are you right now? You still kind of, I'm actually kind of assessing what you really want to do long yeah. term. Or no, I really think I'm gonna take it somewhere because I spent a lot of time, mm-hmm. like I st- actually stopped dancing to study mm-hmm. just because I really wanted to get like an A. I was like, this is all I'm getting. I really want to uh-huh, get this, uh-huh, so uh-huh. I had to sacrifice a lot of things, uh-huh. even money to teach uh-huh. classes uh-huh. for me able to, in order to pass. Uh-huh. So I feel like I'm not going to put this to waste. Okay. Either I'm going to use and, this uh, through my... And how are you using it currently? I know right now you do most of teaching. Yeah. That's how you... you right now... Learning, but how, how are you using, maintaining that skill yeah. of learning? Right now, college, I'm um, using... College. I learned well, a lot of skills from college because we learned how to like, how to write. Because mm-hmm. as an artist, you need to promote yourself and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we had to learn a lot of writing mm-hmm. and it kind of prepared us for the future. Mm-hmm. And I also had to learn how to present your work, how to mm-hmm. present yourself. Mm-hmm. So all that stuff was important. It's kind of prepared me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... I mean, are you using it besides your teaching? Yeah. Are you using it elsewhere? Right yeah, yeah. Now? I'm using a big part of it because one thing that we learned the most was Photoshop's mm-hmm. and Illustrator for designing. Mm-hmm. So, which is what I'm using currently to design like logos mm-hmm. for stuff. And like, because right now, me and my friend TJ are trying to make like... um a little brand like mm-hmm. a dance brand for mm-hmm. like dancers to wear and stuff uh-huh. so it took a lot of photoshop and illustrator skills to do that uh-huh. and okay since we took the same course as well uh-huh. and now i feel more comfortable with the apps and then okay okay yeah okay so i'll ask a question i ask everybody uh, as we come to an end um where do you see yourself in the next about five years in the next five years where do you see chrissy <laughs> chrissy in five years in the next five years it would be, be kind of hard to say what I see myself, but I hope I've accomplished everything that I'm trying to do right now. Let's say like all these classes I'm doing for these kids, mm-hmm. I just hope to see it grow. Mm-hmm. And I hope it goes from Easter House to town mm-hmm. to all the other areas mm-hmm. where people are needing this. Mm-hmm. And I just hope to see everything coming okay. falling into place. Okay. And you hope yeah. their branding takes off and yeah. what you got working with your friend TJ, as you said. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. So right now it's just a process. Like this is just the start. So okay. Probably have me on another podcast in ten years, <laughs> <laughs> telling hey, you how I messed up. <laughs> no, 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 nah, no, no. Nah. You, you be alright, man. But yeah, still donate, right. still donate. Yeah. <laughs> Click the link below. <laughs> there is no link yet. Yet, no yeah. link yet. Once the 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 hopefully, um, I think in originally once this, if you listen listening via the website, cool. But originally this was recorded and it is not live yet. Once it's live, and you enjoy it. I will make facilities available. The link will be updated <laughs> to donate. <laughs> <laughs> Your long bank account number, <laughs> expiry dates in the free digits code at the back. No, 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 just just PayPal or Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to know anything else. <laughs> no, no, well, well, that's that's in time. That's in time. Yeah. So, um, any any last words? Any anything you wanna? Okay. Any okay. last words? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, if people wanna kind of um follow you or get in contact, I'm sure you got. You're on lots of social media, yeah. right? I'm on Instagram, but don't look at my selfies. Don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> so so what, what, what do you, what's your Instagram handle? It's, uh, what, the name of Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's called your Instagram handle. Yeah. Uh, so at what? Yeah, at, uh, it's Christian it, 2K7. It, it's Christian? Yeah, it's Christian F2K7. F2K7. Yeah. And Twitter? So you on Twitter as well? Twitter, I'm not on Twitter just yet. Instagram? Uh, yeah, that's the Instagram account. Um, uh, what is the other Facebook. one? Facebook. Facebook, goddamn. <laughs> and yeah. what does, I'm sure there's some more. Uh, what's that, the yellow thing? Yellow? Wait, yellow what? The little yellow ghost. Oh, Snapchat. Snapchat. What is yeah. that? What, what's your Snapchat? Oh, it's Christian F2K7 as well. Oh, okay. So yeah. you kept it consistent. Yeah, okay. so okay. if you just type that in any apps, Social website, media. you'll just find it. Okay, okay. So I've kept the same name for everything. Okay. And, well, yeah. and what, I, what is your, uh, your last message? Well, yeah, but my last word would be, obviously, due to my experience as well, if anybody's ever going through anything like this, mm-hmm. just know there's a way out for it. Yeah. Like, no matter what. Like, I've been through hell, but... Mm-hmm. I'm still here doing a lot of things. So mm-hmm. there's a way out for everything. Yeah, yeah. And just when you think you want to give up, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's the same here, man. I never get out. This morning I woke up, I'm like, I want to give up, man. I'm going to go back to bed. I'm I like, no, I'm, 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 I'm going to get out of bed, man. <laughs> I'm going to get out of bed, have a nice shower, <laughs> you know. And I did. You're uh, right, you're right. I'm only joking. No, for sure, man. For yeah. sure. I 100% understand. There's... No matter what you, I guess, add to that, no matter what you think you're going through, there's probably somebody who's had it worse. Yeah, so that's why I always so think at the back yeah, of my mind. That's it. Don't think it's the end of the world, man. Yeah. Don't think it's the end of the world. Just as bad as it sounds, sometimes you just have to, like, yeah. accept and move on. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Well, well done, though, man, because um, you've been through a lot. And thanks for coming on the Humble Talk podcast. No worries, man. Thanks now you a can. Lot. You can bust some moves, although the audience won't see it, you know. <laughs> I'll spit some bars, though. You can spit bars? Oh, uh, nah, nah, nah. It's too exclusive, man. It's too exclusive. Donate first, and I'll spit some bars. <laughs> All right, man. That was dope, man. Thanks, Chris. All right, no worries. What's that?